Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they're super popular. I guess you could say that we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. <laughs> it's summertime. Summertime. You know what that means. Short shorts. Thighs out. Sun's out. Buns out. Oof. You know what else that means? Yeah. Chafing. I know. Thunder thigh erosion. Yeah. It's a lot. I So I usually wear longer shorts, like five inch inseams like plus. I love letting my hams hang out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm experimenting with that now. Like I just got two also high-waisted shorts. I usually don't wear high-waisted shorts. I love high-waisted shorts. Um, I'm usually like in the mid-rise area. So I'm trying to get used to just like different cuts and stuff. But so I'm I'm wear- currently right now wearing like high-waisted three-inch inseams. Oh, me too. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> twins. And just because again, this, I'm very new to this world of like the shorter shorts. Chafing. My I'm sticking to everything. <laughs> I know. Like, I thought I stuck a lot to things with the five-inch. But the, I mean, the two I, inches, it, it really changes a lot. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. I tend to have to peel myself off this yeah. chair. And then when you go and sit in your car later, uh, Ooh, that, that's why I put towels in my car because nothing hurts. Nothing is more just like soul crushing than sitting on hot leather. Oh, whether you have short shorts on or not. Yeah. It's just, oh, it just like hits you straight in the chest and then, oh, it's, oh, don't like it. It's so rough. Yeah. Yeah. With the chub rub thing. I really need to buy that stick that like, Mm, mm -hmm. because sometimes I'll avoid like going on walks and stuff because I'm like, I don't want to change out of my shorts. Yeah, no, I get that. But (laughs) the the other hard part is like, what is the alternative wearing pants? Yeah, boo. In the summertime? Yeah. And longer shorts, I feel like don't look cute on me Mm. because I'm short. Okay. So I feel like I just look like a child. I guess (laughs) I don't know a thing about fashion. Again, I'm learning all that. Because I also um, recently went to go try and bridesmaid dresses for you my cousin. You look so good. Thank you. But again, I haven't worn a dress in 20 years. So I'm just, you know, I tried on one dress and I'm like, now I know everything about fashion, you know? <laughs> um, but maybe like the longer shorts, it depends on how you wear your, like your shirt and you accessorize with it. Maybe. And also again, like if you're confident in it, then just wear it. Yeah. You know? I'm not a big accessorizer. Like I just started wearing jewelry. Confidence is the best accessory. Oh, true. Don't we know it that? Is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, as I slouch and slump in, in my sh- clothes that I'm uncomfortable with. <laughs> and now we're talking about Chub Rub. I guess we can talk about Shallow Hell. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, this movie is a little too close to home. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> 2001. Yes. So talking about Shallow in 2001, I'm sure you can all guess where, where we're going with that. Oh, yeah. It's a great time for for just being perceived <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely hard, especially with like the super skinny mini beauty standards back then yeah oh my goodness what did you know about this movie beforehand um i knew jack black was in it and he played an asshole but i'd have to say the bigger asshole is his friend mauricio he was the worst he was the true villain of the movie if i again put him in our villain lineup yeah he gets he goes really far in that bracket but also (laughs) if i could physically fight him i would yeah on site absolutely no hesitation (laughs) he truly also the nerve you know, just decided that he was the one to decide what the standards were. Yeah. We're going to yeah. really go into that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I al- I didn't know anything else about this movie also besides that Jack Black was in it mm-hmm. and that it was about like skinny people and stuff. Yeah. So 
that sets us up. Some nerve. You know? yeah, yeah. Some nerve. Can I give you my synopsis? Annette's original synopsis? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. It's basi- It's very short. It's more of like a logline than a synopsis, but basically it's fat phobia, but make it endearing, featuring <laughs> Jack Black and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> wow you know yeah <laughs> at least it wasn't like the 500 days of summer one where no. you're like a man <laughs> a man <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is very similar though yeah very similar close. but just because again just who jack black is it's always going to be endearing i think yeah unfortunately i mean this one could have been two men <laughs> it could have been two men yeah two yeah, men yeah. two men and at what cost yeah you know <laughs> so uh we kind of looked up our own fun facts for this one because i forgot to tell rachel that we were watching this movie until last night yeah so that's not fair sorry rachel anyway you have a fun fact about what this title is in spanish i do my friend from spain told me that this movie is titled amor ciego which means blind love oh that's so cute i would be more much more interested in watching this if that was the title than shallow hell yeah like it sounds more like rom commy. yeah although shallow hell does give more of the plot away yeah yeah so if there was a mixture of both titles i think that would be the most on the nose yeah (laughs) another fun fact is that so okay basically the the movie is about um jack black is into like skinny hot chicks and he gets put under the spell and chicks that are way out of his league yes sorry jack black (laughs) but then he sees he gets put under the spell to see people like for who they really are and then he sees uh gwyneth paltrow who is truly like in the real world uh, outside of the spell is like an overweight woman so with that being said after getting into her first makeup like a full body makeup for the first time gwyneth paltrow apparently spent the rest of the day walking around in public and when nobody recognized her she said she used people's reactions as as her as an obese woman to like help motivate her role wow yeah that's like rough but also like i kind of don't feel bad because there's people who have to deal with that all the every time every single day yeah and no matter what they do that they are still that way and then they can't be happy because the society has has put that on them that they are to be perceived as not good yeah and i feel like back then it was way worse it was the worst the yeah. early 2000s was not a good time for women yeah no as far as like body image goes oh absolutely not yeah but ironically jack black had to lose weight for his role of hell huh right also last fun fact is that so this was jack black's 20th feature film but this was his first lead acting role wow good for him yeah but also in 2001 so i wonder when he started really it was like 20 films like you can't in theory do them quickly if you're just like appearing like as a supporting character yeah because i mean he was in mars attacks and that was like what the 80s that's true our other favorite movie yeah our cinematic universe i love our cinematic universe (laughs) i really think we should sit down one day and just really just draw the web okay i think we can do it i'm into that okay so how do we open we begin in a hospital scene the guy who's like comedically dramatic and everything he's in is the doctor okay he calls mrs larson over and she's the lady from superstar molly shannon yes i like her yeah she's fun yeah the doctor tells her that it won't be much longer and we learn her husband's like sedated i guess he's dying or whatever yes and she's like oh let my son say bye and he's like maybe not but and she's like it's my son yeah she goes karen on him and says that Hal should say his farewell and apparently her his dad is a reverend yes a popular one as well yeah we go to him and he calls a nurse over says some absolute nonsense to her <laughs> then young Hal goes into the room and he's like this adorable little chunky kid yeah 
And I feel like this is like a really fucked up last memory for a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He goes up to dad. Dad like barely recognizes him. And then he like opens his eyes. He's like, oh, my boy, my son. Hey, let me give you one last bit of information before I kick the bucket. Yeah. Let me give you three tidbits that are the worst (laughs) things I can say to you. So his dad tells him no matter what he does in life to never settle for average. That's a good one. Yeah. And then he says to never be satisfied with routine poontang. Huh? What? Your kid is nine. Did you did you expect that one to no. come? No, I did not. No, not at all. Yeah, and then Dad says he married for love and it sucked. What? What? Uh, what a boring man. Also, this, this man sucks. That's good thing he's going. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. And then he finishes up his lesson with find a beauty with a massive can and great toddies, and says that young hot tail is what it's all about. And then he's like, and that'll put you in a good spot with the Lord. What? What? No. What? How? Where? Who is Lord? What are you talking about? What? And then he dies. Yeah. How insightful, Dad. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> they really ended him like that. Like, what a shitty way to go out. Yeah. And also, like, Hal had to watch his dad die after that inspirational speech. <laughs> That's rough. Like, what? The and fu- also, like, no wonder Hal's the way that he is. Like, yeah. you really fucked him up. Yeah, he really did. Oh, man. And. I'm like, how much of that do you think was morphine versus actual opinion? I mean, <laughs> both. Yeah. Because you know those videos like after like wisdom teeth removals yes. when people just say shit? There was this very cute one. I don't know if I sent it to you or if you sent it to me or if I just like If it was the it. couple? Yes. <laughs> they got their wisdom teeth out on the same day and they were both crying for each other. Uh, separately. Yeah. Separately. That, I, I love that for them. That was so cute. Yeah. And so then everybody's maybe, like, are they going to get married? Can they get married soon? Are we going to see them? So maybe it's like your true feelings just stupidly coming out. Yes. It's yeah. same thing like drunk words, sober thoughts. Maybe it's like drunk uh, or drugged thoughts are like very sober thoughts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. the ones you didn't even know you had so when you were sober. We meet this man for like two minutes. He's the worst and then he dies. Yep. Good Classic. <laughs> Classic old man. Yeah. So then we get this sick 2001 transition where young Hal morphs into adult Hal. <laughs> And it's Jack Black tearing up the dance floor. He's just trying to like, he's, um, what's, he's peacocking. Yeah. Trying to attract all, any woman he can dance with. They're all just trying to run away from him. Yeah. Cause that's very clearly these women are just out with their friends and he's just going up and dancing on yeah. them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they all just keep running away from him. He then runs over to dance on two other women. They both run away. Then Hal starts grinding on George from Seinfeld. Yeah. And they both like turn around and they're like, ew. Oh, no homo. No homo, bro. Just walk it off, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's his friend Mauricio. Yes. <laughs> and he's got like a full head of hair, but it's clearly very fake. Oh, it's super fake. Very. Yeah, yeah. It's like he puts it on every morning and like it's jet black. Like it's like box dye It's like and everything. that spray or whatever. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. just for men stuff. Yeah. So then they go over to the bar and Mauricio is talking about how his girl Lindy was, uh, you know, they were out tonight. But then he's like, Ugh, you know, there's a little something funky about her. Well, there's one. There's one part real quick. Sorry. This is just so funny. One woman's dancing on a fence. and She's feeling herself. Like yes, she is in the moment. she should. Then Hal slides between her and the fence. And I'm like, get a Gatorade. <laughs> This man is so desperate and thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> and also, so like I do, you have to give some credit, I guess, to the boldness, but also like take read the room. But like, how are you going to have such high standards, but see, be so fucking desperate? Right. <laughs> and also like look like that. Like if you're going to have high standards. 
Sorry, Jack you, Black. No, no, no. I love Jack Black so much. But I'm talking about the character. Yeah. Not Jack Black himself. Jack Black is perfect. He does not need to be touched. The character, however, if you're going to think that you can pull like a Sports Illustrated model, a Playboy girl, then you have to look like you can. Yeah. You know, you can't just be like in your like Hawaiian shirt and like your short shorts and your cargo shorts and like your sandals and yeah. think that you can pull that Sports Illustrated model. That's not how it works. Or at least have some redeeming qualities. Yeah. Yeah. something <laughs> you know i'm just i don't know maybe i'm shallow for that but I, I feel like you know you gotta you gotta you gotta meet somewhere in the middle you know yeah. oh absolutely and then mauricio has this other woman like backed up against a wall and she's like get the fuck away from me i think women in bars need to learn how to throw punches <laughs> like as part of the dance moves like that's just got to be part of the routine oh sorry i was just dancing yeah you know like the lawnmower Exa- yes throw a punch, throw an elbow do you know something like pull a knee up or something yeah, like i'm that. doing the aggressive shopping cart yeah yes exactly <laughs> so yeah we just watched these guys strike out for like five minutes and it's it's everything yeah so this is when we go to the bar and then yes. they're, they're talking about mauricio's girlfriend lindy yes and he's like i'm probably gonna dump her tonight because even though she's hot she her second toe is bigger than her her big toe and i just can't do that what uh, yeah and even hal's like over are you serious you can't just like he, she can file it down or something and also first of all a toe yeah, it's just a toe. Calm down. There are some, um, sometimes there's like the physical thing that you can't get past. And then sometimes there are things that are like so small that you just hyper-focus on for no reason. And this yeah. is one of those things. Yeah. That this girl's second toe is bigger than her big toe. Yeah. And I was like, instead of invading the space of these women trying to have a good time, why don't you work on your fucking relationship? Or right. like work on you? Yeah. No, no, no. Men are perfect. They need no change. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just made a fist. <laughs> why you oughta? Yeah. But also, isn't it so funny how men who look like that always have opinions on women's bodies? Did you see that TikTok where that like really not very handsome guy who uh, was like, oh, what's behind this door? And he, and he wrote like fat women. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you have the fucking nerve. And everyone tore him up. Oh, as they should. As they should. As they should. My new favorite TikToker is that girl who like just stitches guys who are like super, super basically like belong in this movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you serious, buddy? Yeah. She tears them apart because like, oh my who God, are I, they? I love her. She's the I best. know who you're talking yes. about. Yeah, and she's yeah. got an amazing laugh and she's so much fun. She's so fun. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. Mariso says that like, oh, you know, we must be jinxed because like Evan Hal gives like a not all men kind of thing um, but, because he's like talking about his promotion department. It's like, and I'm a great guy anyway. But Mariso's like, but maybe we are jinxed because we can't pull any of these hot girls. And it's also like, I wonder why. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so then he's talking about, uh, Hal is talking about how he's officially going out with Jill. And then his neighbor and Mauricio freaks out. Yeah. Like he's just full mind blow moment. And I'm like, damn, how hot is Jill? I, yeah. I have, who, who knows? So then he explains that Jill is hostessing until 11. Cause my first thought was, why are you out trying to get with all these girls? If you're dating Jill, what's that about? <laughs> so then he explains that Jill is hostessing until 11. So he's out until she gets off. And then he wants to go like do stuff afterwards. Yeah. So that's when we cut to him and Jill walking down the street after her shift. And she's like, I don't want to go out. And he's like, Oh, but why not? Cause it's 11 PM and she just got off of work. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't understand that. Oh, and she's gorgeous, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. She's turning him down. Doesn't want to go out with him. And she tells him he's not, she's not attracted to him. And he's not taking the no from her. He's won't, like, what do you mean? Won't accept that she's not attracted to him. And he's like, you know, you don't need attraction for a relationship. And she's like, yeah, what? She's. He's like, you can be attracted to me later. No. No. That's not how that works. <laughs> But also, again, give him a little bit of credit because he's really trying. <laughs> but also, like, that's so annoying. It you is have to, really At annoying. some point, you have to take a hint. Yeah. And you know? she rejects him and tells him to move away because they're neighbors. Yeah. Because he's like, what am I going to do? I'm going to see you every single day. How, how am I going to live? Get over it, that's maybe? so dramatic. Yeah. They're so dramatic. Yeah. Both of them. 
but imagine imagine you're like trying to get like you have a crush on somebody and then you're like man that's gonna suck and then they're like i don't know maybe like move away about it yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah <laughs> So then we cut to the next day at JPS Funds and we find out that Hal did not get the promotion. That he definitely thought he was going to get. Oh, that's rough. And yeah. also on top of that, he lost it to a girl. Ooh. Ooh. That's rough. So then later on, Hal and Mauricio are talking about how, you know, he just, I should have made myself more indispensable on top of that. And it wasn't Mauricio. Hal was saying that. To Kyle Gass. Yes. Well, okay. So there was, there's two parts of the scene. There was, oh, there he's was walking there? down the hall with Mauricio talking about this stuff. And then later on, he's in like the break room. Oh, with Kyle Gass I missed and other that friends. part. It's a, it's all the same conversation. Basically. Yeah. He, Hal is just making the point that he should have made himself more indispensable. Yeah. Like the other woman did. And then he's like, you know, and on top of that, Jill dumped me. <laughs> oh yes yes and then now we're back in the break room and then that's when another co-worker comes over whose name i don't we didn't get until the end and she's like don't you have to be dating to be dumped and he's yeah. like listen shut up because <laughs> they went on like one date or whatever yes and then that woman also makes a comment about jill's boobs being fake yeah she didn't for no have reason. to do that for no, yeah, yeah yeah you don't Why? need to trash women yeah like that it was 2001 yes you did yeah oh yeah yeah i'm glad <laughs> she didn't have a flat tummy Ugh, Ugh yuck gross you couldn't see her chest bones yeah so I'm glad that we're in 2021. Yeah. I'm glad it's 20 years later. <laughs> but then Kyle Gass comes over. Yes. And he's like, you know, it's a shame that somebody as great as Hal could be such a, you know, how that he, he says, it's such a shame that somebody as great as you could have such a huge flaw. And Hal's like, what do you mean? And he's like, that it never occurred to you that like going after women solely for their looks isn't the best way to go about it. And yeah. Hal's like, what, what are you talking about? I have never heard of such a thing. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. And he's like, it's just high standards. Uh, no it's not it's not it's not <laughs> and then the woman says again we didn't, never got her name until the end she's like sweetie everybody you've tried to date in the last five years has been leagues out of your league yeah. like way out of your league and yeah. he's like what are you talking about <laughs> he yeah he just gets like defensive about that and then kyle gas is just like you know how that just she's just saying that you're not great looking <laughs> yeah right he's so offended so offended he's but like, also what a great comeback how could you me you're my friend a special snowflake yes you're gonna tell me i'm perfect mom said so moi moi my dad said never to settle for less than average like how dare you and the poontang yeah the Ugh. poontang kyle <laughs> <laughs> so then later on after work Hal's in the elevator with some tall dude who we soon realize is tony robbins never knew what this man looked like before he's a real way he's like he's legit. a real man oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah everyone listening just got so mad no at me. he has his like full his um what are they called like conventions like people like really pay like they pay pay to go to those wow yeah huh and he's it's i wouldn't go as far yet as to say it's a cult but it's very similar <laughs> like he has a following like a, a legitimate following as long as they don't live together yeah yeah but so hal notices and he fanboys over him and he's like oh my god you are the one you gave a speech to and then tony robbins like list off like gandhi and you know not gandhi yeah, but like people like of like that that people, caliber yeah and then hal's like no 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 pamela anderson oh my god and tony robbins is like yeah, i mean yeah sure yeah i did <laughs> so then hal's like man you must be so great with the ladies so then tony's like just one and she's amazing and then hal goes she sounds hot like what, what? <laughs> that's so he's so awkward awkward yeah he's so socially awkward and then somehow i got so uncomfortable during so many scenes yeah <laughs> just to be so surface and so um material yeah it's but crazy tony's in the area for a seminar and the elevator shakes and stops and Ooh. tony's as cool as a cucumber and hal is freaking the freaking freak out, out. <laughs> we cut to like I'm sh it's a few hours later now hal is for some reason in his boxers 
Well, they, I guess they stripped to get nice and cool. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess elevators don't have ventilation. Yeah, sure. But Hal is like spilling out this guy, his like whole love life to this man. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you've had some really weird relationships. And Hal says he's picky and he likes young women. But yeah. the way he says it is, I like them real young, which sounds ultra creepy when said Pedophile that style, yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that. Also, just before we get too deep into his issues of who he sees as desirable women, he explains how, like, Jill just dumped me. And then he's like, we, even without a courtesy last, like, severance pop. And Ew. Tony's like, what? And he's like, you know, like, a bang, like a last hookup, like, just to say goodbye. Ew. Like, how entitled? And how, like, do... I hope breakup blowjobs don't exist. No, <laughs> that's not a thing. And also like do I hope like I know a lot of things get pulled from real life, but I hope that this is made up and I know it's not. But I just <laughs> for my own sake, I need to know that this is made up and it's that people don't actually think that this is a thing. It's got to be. It's got to be. I will refuse to even believe that. I know. <laughs> But also, like, I believe it. Yeah. You know, there are people who... Anyway, so, yeah. So then he gets into the whole, like, I'm picky thing, and I like super young girls. And then he, like, he lists basically, like, one body part off of each, like, hot celebrity of the time. And he's like, I like this person's boobs and this person's eyes, but this person's legs. He's basically playing Build-A-Babe. Yes. And it's just like... Oh, this person's breasticles and butt and this and that. And he's like, but I'm not that picky. This is just all I want. Ugh. And Tony's like, are you fucking kidding me? Nothing bro? about personality. Not at all. Only physical. So then that's when Tony's like, oh, but don't you want anything like, what about her personality and stuff? And he's like, I mean, she, she can be like cultured and shit, whatever. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Finally, Tony is like, dude, you're shallow. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's like, okay, so do you want, let me give you a scenario. He's like, do you want a woman with one boob or half a brain? And Hal goes, oh, that's a toughie. How big is a tit? What? How? Again, I know we're just building character. And I know it's all just for exposition to show the character development later on. But geez. But it's, it is incredible, man. Yeah. That's oh, why. I was goodness. exhausted for this first like 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah. So then Tony goes in and he's like, how's your relationship with your parents? So Hal says, mom is awesome. She's funny. She's amazing. But dad died when he was nine. So he doesn't remember too much. So Tony's like, I mean, you were nine. You should remember something. So Hal's like, ah, mom says I was traumatized or something. I don't really know. I just don't remember much about my dad. Well, I guess he remembers something because everything his dad told him stuck yeah he internalized all of that yeah he did so then tony goes i'm gonna do you a favor and i'm gonna help you see women for what they really are on the inside so then that way you can find the perfect woman for you so then they get up and then tony like jolts his nervous system by like smacking him in the forehead and he screams <laughs> devils get out and then hal's like what the fuck was that yeah <laughs> but then he like goes back to do the real thing so then we cut to later on and then hal is like walking to I guess the elevator got fixed. I don't know. Tony yeah. fixed it, maybe. He hails a cab outside. Him and this beautiful woman grab the door handle, and he gets all nervous and lets her take the cab. She invites him to share. He keeps staring at her in the cab, and she's like, what? He tells her she's really pretty, and the cab driver looks back to be like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and that's mean. Which is mean. And number two, it's not like the cab driver was a work of art either. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so men... <laughs> exactly but also the first step in that is that i would never share a cab with a stranger oh me neither could never be do it absolutely yeah. not not for me no. especially because we also find out that she's like just in town from boston strange new city new cat no couldn't do it yeah not with a stranger absolutely not yeah they start to chat hal asks if she's a model and she cracks up and the cab driver again is like what the fuck yeah 
so she's in town from Boston because her grandma's sick. So she's here to take care of grandma. So then he goes, well, maybe when you're like not taking care of grandma, you want to like hang out sometime or something. I don't know. And just throwing that out there. Yeah. She gets out of the cab. He follows her, chases her to ask her out. Then he asks for her number, but she asks for his instead. And he takes this as a rejection and turns into a whole asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Like she like she's just like not going to call him. Yeah. And but- he like, tries to walk away. And he's like oh no 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 i'm just uh, I'm she's kidding yeah she's like no but like really yeah and he's like oh okay and then he's nice again right you're an asshole right and also so he and then when she's like does call him back he gives his phone number and his email as well so that's one of those again like if he wanted to he would kind of things <laughs> if he wants to be accessible and in contact he will make sure that it happens yeah exactly so then we cut to hal getting home and he immediately makes a call to tell mauricio to like dude i gotta tell you something you gotta come out with me so then we cut to the club and Hal is catching Mauricio up on the elevator therapy that he got from Tony Robbins. And then he's like, now I can score hot chicks wherever I want. <laughs> so then he's like, you know, the first hot chick he saw, you know, she even went for me. And Mauricio's like, dude, what? Wow. Where can I get some of this? Yeah. But then Mauricio looks over and is like annoyed by the presence of some dude. Yeah. And we see this guy doing pull up on a bar, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Hal has no issue with this dude. And Mauricio's like, aren't you sick of the whole I walk on all fours, I own the world thing? And I was like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? What so do you mean? Hal goes like, give him a break. He's got spina bifida. Like he's just given that he's playing the hand that he was dealt. I've never heard of what that is. But also like at least that means that Hal isn't a full asshole. And yeah, I was like, okay, Hal isn't ableist. Like that's weird. Yeah. He's not ableist, <laughs> but he like hates women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He hates women who are like not a nine or a ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at least we, we are accepting of all other people. Yeah. Weird. Except for ugly women. Yeah, so this guy's name is Walt. He comes over to Mauricio and Hal, and Mauricio immediately dips. And He's, Walt tells Hal he that... Like, yeah, just can't be in the presence. Yeah, weird. For whatever reason, yeah. Yeah, and Walt's like, I sold my company to Microsoft, and then leaves. So we established that He's Walt got money. has money. That's and, a dream. Yeah, it comes in handy later. Hal spots some woman looking lost. He chats her up, goes to the dance floor with her and her friends, and Mauricio spots Hal on the dance floor, and we see that Hal dancing with a bigger woman. But from Hal's point of view, she's skinny. And then we see the other two women and they're skinny, but they have features that would not be considered conventionally attractive. Especially in 2001. Yeah. Like one had a unibrow and like big bushy brows. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't really catch what the deal was with the other one, but I want to say like she had a hook nose. So like maybe that was it. I don't think that's a big deal. I think all noses are cute. But if you're Mauricio, it is a big deal. Yeah. So Mauricio runs down and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, I'm saving you. I'm saving you. And he's like, no, dude, like I'm trying to like get it on with these. Like I'm going after the redhead. You can have your pick at the other two. And then Mauricio's like, who, the giraffe or the hyena? Oh my God. What an asshole. He's so rude. What a dick. What is wrong with you? The way, again, if we, if me and you met Mauricio on the street, (laughs) the way that we would embarrass him so hard. Yeah. Man. Oh my goodness. So anyway, so Hal goes back to dance with them. And then Jill comes over and she looks shocked and almost jealous. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like what? She looks super hurt. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. You dumped him like you're fine. And you can also pull so much better. It's it's fine. Yeah. Is it like now he's not fawning over you? Yeah. Like what's... What? That's basically all the other thing that this movie was saying. Yeah. So then the next day, Hal's on his way to work and leaving Mauricio a voicemail about like, dude, what was up with you last night? You didn't go after any of the hotties and you also ditched me at the IHOP. Yeah. So he's on the phone and then he spots Gwyneth Paltrow and he's like, whoa, love you. Bye. And then follows her. <laughs> I got to see this chick. <laughs> yeah. So we, we see her at the back of her and she's like big. Yeah. And we see her looking at giant underwear. And then she's skinny because Hal's looking at her. And then he comes over to make jokes about how big the underwear is. 
what that is how is that your opening line that is so awkward yeah that is so awkward this whole scene was really painful i hate when men are near the underwear yeah they shouldn't be they really shouldn't be they don't need to be there (laughs) so he also he's like hey you're building a sailboat with that and she's like what excuse me that like you know yeah (laughs) so then he keeps kind of going on and he's just like digging himself into a hole yeah and then she walks away and then he goes to apologize and he's like no it's just like weird seeing somebody like you getting something so big you know like for somebody so fit and she's like what the fuck are you saying to me she's so mad at him yeah but then they end up going out and his her name is rosemary yeah so i guess like he managed to rebound really well from his really bad pickups yeah he's just (laughs) like let's start over i just wanted to meet you and he didn't intend on hurting her but he wants to make it up to her so that's why we're at this pizza shop now yeah so she explains that she volunteers at a hospital right now because she's waiting for she's kind of like in between things with the peace corps and she's kind of just like waiting for like the next mission i guess to come through yeah and they order lunch she orders a huge amount and hal is all about it he's like oh i hate when women don't eat a real meal but you also hate when women weigh more than 110 pounds yeah but like like excuse me yeah. to be 110 pounds you have to eat like juice yeah. and <laughs> and even salad. then it doesn't even like it comes straight down to like straight up genetics yeah that too like that's you know yeah Hal isn't he's not fully aware of what he's asking for yeah like i'll never be 110 pounds unless i like grossly just stop eating the only way i'm 110 pounds is if i like cut off my limbs yeah (laughs) (laughs) or if i weighed like two limbs yeah and i like food too much like that's never happened yeah i don't ever intend to be that low (laughs) yeah so then she says that you know again like you know i could be one of those girls that eats just a crouton and a water but no matter what i try my weight never changes so you know i figure what the hell again that's the spirit yeah oh yeah absolutely like eat whatever you want and also again her meal sounded incredible she got this like double cheeseburger pizza cheeseburger thing with like chili fries and a milkshake yeah that sounds sounds really so good ah like i would order that yeah yeah. it would send me straight to the bathroom but it would sound great yeah they'd be great in the moment yeah they do this whole conversation about her weight and he's so confused because he just sees the skinny mini in front of him and he's like you must be like what like 110 115 most and also why are you talking about this this is so weird yeah like don't focus on my weight that's really gross right yeah and then the chair breaks under her oh that's so embarrassing yeah and as they leave the restaurant, two guys make a fat joke about her. But Hal runs in thinking they made fun of him. Yeah. We spot her like legs from outside, outside the yeah. window. And like it's just like chubby legs. Yeah. Because we, we still don't see her face. No, Never no, no. see her face. So he goes in to confront them. And he's like, oh, I see you like making fun of me because I'm a little pudgy. Like I can lose some weight, like whatever. Like, but remember, like you see that girl outside, like she's coming home with me. So when you guys go to bed at night, remember who's banging who. And they're like, <laughs> okay, bro. Yeah. They're like, all right. So, I mean, good for him for standing up for her. Yeah. I really did appreciate, or I mean himself, actually, in theory. But And bragging about yeah, her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but either way, they keep laughing at him. So we cut back outside to um, Rosemary and Hal. They're just walking down the block. And he calls her Rosie, which is what her mom calls her, which is Aww, cute. That is cute. And then she gives her leftovers to some homeless men on the bench. And then she's like, oh, the little guy couldn't finish it. So she's like teasing him. They're having like a cute moment right now. She is the sweetest. So sweet. I loved her. Yeah. She's my favorite character. <laughs> So Hal asks for her number and she goes, oh, yeah, it's in the book under Rosemary Shanahan. You're going to make him yellow page you? Hell yeah. That is, what a move. If he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. <laughs> and then we- I wish now I wish that yellow pages were still around. I would do that. I think they are. Really? Yeah. But I also would hate that my number is like publicly available. Oh, it is. I know. There's so much information about I know. <laughs> when I, again, so I'm always going to talk about my TikTok video. But when, when that TikTok video went viral, um, this company that licensed videos called me. Yeah. They just got my number. 
And you're like, what the And fuck? I hated that. They got my number. They got my email. They were texting me. It was the worst. Yeah. And Ugh. I hated being so, uh, you know? <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Yeah. And we learn that her dad is Hal's boss. Yes. Because she has the same last name. Yes. Before leaving, she says even if she doesn't hear from him, she appreciates everything anyway. And I was like, ugh, girl, who hurt yeah. you? I mean, society. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also, so sweet. when we find out that dad is his boss, I was like, can't wait to see him use this to get his promotion. Yeah. That's what everyone thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just the same as everyone else, I guess. Yeah. So then we cut to sometime in the future, Hal's with Mauricio and they're meeting Rosemary. And Hal goes on about how great her personality is and how beautiful she is. And Mauricio's like, oh, maybe she's got ugly duckling syndrome. She probably didn't get pretty until high school and had to develop a personality. And I totally laughed at this because, like, I definitely felt like the ugly duckling growing up. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we all, I think, again, that's the way that, like, misogyny and, like, the patriarchy works is to make every woman feel ugly and, like, they don't need enough. And that's also, like, the makeup industry and, like, how they they get you oh for sure like i feel like i didn't get cute until like my mid-20s yeah (laughs) i would like to think like like late college for me yeah um but then also the the confidence is a roller coaster oh a constant moving roller coaster oh yeah and then mauricio says yeah it's so ingrained they don't even realize they're pretty so then mauricio's girlfriend lindy shows up and she's gorgeous amazing out of the park but then he just looks down at her toe and he's like oh fuck you we zoom in on her toe. Like, for what? He wants to dump her? Right. For what? <laughs> what? So basically, and the other thing that's wild is that, so she bikes over and she's like, hey, I just got tickets for this Beatles reunion featuring Eric Clapton. And then, like, that would be like a super amazing show to these guys. But he's like, I can't be around that toe. What Bro, an idiot. What an asshole. That probably would have been like a free show for you too. Yeah. What a dummy. He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And after she leaves, he freaks about her toe and even squishes his hot dog. He like has like a fun ew it, moment. Yeah. <sighs> oh my God. Oh, Mauricio. It's the worst. Yeah. So Rosemary shows up and Hal's like, oh my God, there she is. And Mauricio says, where? Behind the rhino? Sir. What a dick. We're an asshole. It's like... Again, I'm going to say this every single time because I know that they're just doing this for the sake of the movie and like to drive home the theme. Yeah. But also like how obviously fat phobic can you be? Oh, yeah. It's and crazy. It, and so many fat jokes are just like so cheap and easy. Yeah. And they're like, just like they're not, not funny anymore. They're not funny. They're not clever. Yeah. There's one later on, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's anyway, it. That's the only one that that's funny. That's the only one. Mauricio meets Rosemary. He's very confused. Says, holy cow, and apologizes. Yeah what i don't know oh he's an asshole and then she roasts him about his members only jacket as she should she's very quick she's good she's good so then later on it's just hal and rosemary walking through the park and they're talking about gambling and like having a cute moment before that yes um she excuses herself to take a call and hal asks mauricio if she takes the cake and he says that she takes the whole bakery what a dick what an asshole that's so mean and like how to be like less like how to can you be any less supportive of your friend yeah oh my that's god that's crazy but so anyway yeah. yes now we're walking through the park having a cute moment talking about like gambling and stuff and then she's like can i introduce you to some of my friends so let me cut to the hospital and rosemary's introducing how to like the kid patients that are there yeah they're super sweet he's being super good with the kids he's so cute with them yeah but it's also in it's like in an endearing way but though it's it's in an endearing way to the adults but in a way that if i was a kid i would hate it yeah you know what i mean like i've been that kid and then it's more like the adults like oh my god aren't you just the cutest little thing here i want to eat you up and all that stuff and then 
he's telling this girl cadence he's like oh you're just the cutest little thing in here like you should be the cover of every like little tykes magazine or whatever and then he's like you know you're so cute i'm gonna i'm gonna pick you up and i won't put you down until i decide to and i would hate that if i was that little girl i would hate that to pieces but then (laughs) nurse peeler comes in yes looking rough oh yeah she's an old nurse and she's like oh break it up i hate this put these kids back in their beds yeah she takes her job very seriously very seriously so instead when she leaves rosemary suggests that they play the kissing game which is where somebody puts lipstick on and then kisses as much as they can until the lipstick comes off also would hate that if i was one of the kids yeah i did not like that yeah like please keep your lips to yourself yes yeah absolutely (laughs) but hal's like i want to go first let me go first i want to go first oh okay okay yeah i didn't really understand it but they leave their faces are covered in kisses she loved how he was with them they run into dr saeed and he says rosemary is great and tells how to be good to her she makes a comment to him about how most people would be squeamish with those kids and how says they were cute and i was like oh my god do they not actually look like that and this was the spell and the spell is also extended to children that's what confused me so much was that like, I thought it was just for people he was attracted to, but I think it's for everybody. Yeah, I thought it was for women. And then I was like, does it work in reverse? Like, I want, like, to end. I want to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of rules about this this mind game that we didn't get explained. Yeah, because, like, why, if it worked on the kids, why would it not work on everyone? Like, why would Mauricio not look like True. a troll? Yeah. That is interesting. Unless he just already looks like a troll. There's a, l- <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of inconsistencies with these rules, huh? Yeah. Hmm. So later on, they're walking together. She's eating a candy apple and we see her reflection at a store window and it's not skinny mini Rosemary. Yes, but in the same shot, which is cool. Yeah. I liked that. We get to Hal's building and Jill pops out, meets Rosemary. Awkward introduction. Kind of weird. Yeah. We see Rosemary from Jill's point of view. Still, we don't see her face. Yeah. And Jill's like so weird, but then leaves. And then he keeps pressuring uh, rosemary to come up to his apartment and she wants to but doesn't want to like this is all new and scary to her yeah and I'm like, she's like i'm not used to this like thanks for being so nice to me but like i can't do it yeah like girl i know that feel yeah it is very nerve-wracking getting attention for the first time is like very scary oh my god yeah it's yeah. so weird and yeah. then you know what's crazy is that once you get that attention then it suddenly happens from everywhere yeah and like suddenly people can notice you and you're like oh. it's a lot it's oh and it's all at once yeah it's weird and then she tells him to stop saying she's pretty and not fat because it makes her uncomfortable. And he thinks she has an issue with compliments. Yeah. He's like, I bet you fight off guys daily like someone as pretty as you. And then he's like, wait, I don't like you don't like the compliments, which is another one of those things where I almost feel bad for guys because like they're always taught and told like you just compliment the girl and she's fine. And like they only know to compliment you on like surface level things. But yeah. like we hate that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like who nobody wins yeah nobody no. can win like no. they're nobody's set up to be well yeah absolutely not she goes into this whole thing about not being beautiful yeah she's I like mean, i know what i am and i know what i'm not made me super sad that was really sad i got really upset yeah the, it, it brought up all like the the fat kid emotions and i was like wait stop talking i don't like yeah, this for yeah. me too yeah Ugh. yeah i wasn't a cute kid no okay actually i'm like i was a cute uh toddler to like baby to toddler to like i want to say like maybe seven yeah and then between then and puberty not so cute through high school <laughs> you are adorable i i, I wasn't very cute either. oh oh yeah. <laughs> i'm sure you were fine yeah and then like during um like my late teens early 20s i really struggled with like my acne and my scarring which mm. did not help either mm-hmm. that's rough and my weight Acne's so not a great time like, no. yeah yeah 
<laughs> being a teenager is so fun it's yeah it's the worst time of your it life really builds as character. you said in yeah. the last episode it's truly the worst it, it just it builds it makes you stronger and now we're, we're better for it yeah so she leaves annoyed and i guess the next day hal is hanging out with mauricio yes and oh but wait first so she does say you know like i'm the girl who gets the good grades and i have a lot of guy friends but no boyfriends and she knows that she's not beautiful and she's fine with that so then hal she's like i really like you but like you got to be a little bit crazy to think that so like that's one of those like running motifs that they have is that he like always calls her cuckoo for thinking that she's not pretty enough mm. so that's like cute of them yeah but then yes next day hal is just moping with mariso saying that it was too good to be true like her self-image is so far off it's crazy he calls her a psycho for, for not coming upstairs one night well he calls her a psycho with a far off self-image yes yes it like is. guys will call women psychos for the littlest thing yeah and it's like no <laughs> it always reminds me of you know that saying where like men are afraid that women will make fun of them and women are afraid that men will kill them yeah it's that oh yeah absolutely then they go out quick into a thing about which of them is more immature than the other and mauricio says he might be more immature but at least he has a bigger dick and then hal takes a while with a comeback to to that joke and then mauricio's like you missed your window buddy but He's I'm like, like, that took you eight seconds to come back to with? Yeah. Like, that's a long time. It is a he long did time. Miss the window. There was like an awkward pause. Yeah. So Mauricio leaves to poop and Rosemary shows up. She apologizes for last night, brought him coffee. And even though Mauricio was at his place, he's like, oh, let's go. And they kiss like well, like a quick peck. But the movie just moved on like it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was like, like, Is that the first kiss? And I was like, hello? Yeah. Did we miss something? Yeah. Like usually rom-coms are like, here's the first kiss. Yeah. Let's make it a whole moment. And instead they just like casually Not kissed and yeah. walked away. And it was, yeah, it was just like a hello kiss. It wasn't even like, a, oh my God, I'm in love with you kiss. Yeah. Where, where did that come from? What? I'm sure they cut a scene and we missed it. Oh, probably. You know? So they grab a bite together. They share some huge, I thought it was a soft drink, but you told me it was a milkshake. Yes. And Hal stops to like order their food to a waitress and Rosemary just like chugs Finishes this it. whole thing. Oof. I'd be so mad. Yeah. And then you said this was CGI. Yeah. This that's drink. what the internet says was that this drink was CGI. I thought that it was like a practical thing where they put like a straw or a tube underneath the milkshake so that it would drain from the bottom. That would make sense to me. Right. But CGI doesn't make sense they, to me for this. Yeah. But <laughs> I, they had to flex what they had, I guess. I guess. But then we also see them canoeing and, and Halzen is fully up in the air and he's so confused, but he's just like going with it. I thought I thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, okay. In my fat days, I used to go to a Girl Scout camp, right? So we did boating. And I was in a rowboat with some other girls and they were like the skinny kids. Mm -hmm. So like I was on the end and I was definitely like tipping it a certain way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. And then they were like having a hard time rowing. And I was like, do you want me to just do it? <laughs> and I know that like the counselor saw it and they're like, oh, shit. Oh. And it was one of those, you know, one of those moments. Yeah, it was rough. Oh, so that's 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 my experience i'm so sorry yeah. that's it's so fine. sad but I'm it's kind of funny yeah no no now it's funny in yeah. the moment i was like fuck yeah no in the moment it totally traumatized your yeah, 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 yeah absolutely but. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no she didn't have any back then yeah so uh, yes so anyway yeah they're canoeing they're having that whole moment and then we cut to a pool and we're doing a <laughs> cannonball competition yeah so he splashes and she's like oh that's you ain't shit it's a standard splash nothing big yeah so she gets on the diving board we see like big rosemary for a hot second yeah and his dad who's barbecuing tells his kid like hey timmy like hug the wall hug the wall yeah come over so sh her cannonball splash absolutely one-ups his like, half of the water in the pool leaves the pool yeah so the dad panics because he can't find his kid and then timmy 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 the kid is up in a tree <laughs> and he screams daddy 
And I started crying, <laughs> laughing because of the kid's reaction. I was so torn because it, it was hilarious. But I was like, this is fat phobic. <laughs> but also it's so funny. <laughs> but as long as you told me, as long as you're aware yeah. of the factors that are in it. No, as long as like you're aware of stuff, yeah. I feel like it's okay. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, so later on, they pull up to Rosemary's house and she's insecure. A because whole she- ass mansion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she, which also makes sense if dad owns the, the funding company. Yeah. He's the president of the yeah. freaking company. So Rosemary's insecure about her clothes because these are her beach clothes. So they're a little more revealing. She's like short shorts and like a, a, a crop top, a crop top basically. Yeah. And Hal's like, no, like you look hot, babe. Like it's fine. So they walk inside. He also asks her if she's adopted because she doesn't look like her dad. And she's like, oh, weird. Everyone says we look the same. Yeah. And he's like, fucking where? So then we cut to him. Yeah. And we see him. And I'm like, ah, what does she look like then? But not in like an ill gross way. Like in a what do you mean way? Right. Because her dad's looking a little rough. Her dad looks rough. Mom comes over. Also looks nice. And then Hal goes, wow, I can see where Rosemary gets her figure. Why would would you say say that? that? why even if you weren't under some like weird ass spell why would you say that yeah that is so weird everyone gets really awkward right that's like hey come meet my mom and check her out as well yeah no 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 and then when we find out later on in the movie it's also it's like even worse that he said that (gasps) oh my god you're right right oh no (gasps) (laughs) which is on on this surface introductory level why why would you do that yeah and then there's just this really awkward moment, this awkward silence. And then her dad is like, why the fuck are you wearing that? Yeah. And Hal's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just keep it casual, buddy. Why are you also inserting yourself that way? Yeah. Poor Rosemary. Yeah. So then later on, Rosemary says that Hal has some good ideas for the company. So dad like lets him, you know, come and pitch to him later on. Yeah. So over dinner, he chats up his boss and he likes some of his ideas and invites him to an executive meeting Monday. Ooh, that's a big move. Yeah. And wants him to do a presentation with all his ideas. Yeah. And then Rosemary and mom go to like get them drinks and coffee and stuff. So then dad pulls Hal to the side and he's like, cut the act, buddy. Like, I get it. Like, you got what you wanted. Like, just stop playing with my daughter like this. And Hal is like, what are you talking about? Your daughter's hot. I oh, had, like my super him into her. So then dad's <laughs> like, listen, I, I see that you're trying really hard here, but I, I love my daughter to death, but I have not been able to bounce her on my knee since she was two. Aww. So then Hal goes off on dad. I also loved this. He also makes a comment about how Rosemary's not beautiful. And then I was like, damn, your own daughter. Right. And yeah. And then Hal goes off on him. He's like, I've read about people like you. Like nobody's ever good enough for you because you're such an overachiever. Everything comes back to your image and how it reflects on you. So no matter what your daughter does, she will never be good enough for you. And look at how much you've ruined her confidence because she thinks that she's not beautiful. And I think she's amazing and all this blah, blah, blah. He goes off on like how like great she is and how much dad fucked her up. Yeah. And it's like really good in the sense, again, that if this was like real life and he was like actually, actually advocating for her. Yeah. But we still know that he's very like surfacely kind of in a sense. Yeah. But still the the thought of it yeah, the was dad, a very good monologue. The dad is totally speechless. I thought what he said was very nice. It was. Um, afterwards, they're driving to his place and he keeps staring at her and says he's so lucky. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, it's a good moment. Yeah. So then they get home and now we're in his apartment and like they're getting ready for some sexy time. Yeah. So she's like not really feeling comfortable coming out in her lingerie. And he's like, no, 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 babe. Like, I need to see it. Like, I need to see you right now. Yeah. So then she comes out. She undresses in front of him. Also, um, this part was a body double of Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I can imagine. Yep. So then she throws her thong at him and then he like picks it up and this is so much fabric. And he's like, whoa, how did you do that, Houdini? <laughs> and he's like not putting anything together because he's just so like infatuated, which I love for him. Yeah. In this moment. And he's like, come show me how you did that, you magician. <laughs> and then they bang. Yeah. Next morning they're cuddling and she's Aww. like, 
everything is so perfect. It's a little scary, but like in a good way, because like to have so much to lose is nice, which is an interesting sentiment that I cannot relate to. <laughs> Same. <Yeah. laughs> so then she leaves and then Jill sees her walk down the hall. So then Jill goes to knock on Hal's door to invite to him To be all nosy? Yeah. Nosy Nancy? And what she, is her deal? I don't what know. What is this? She, she represents the I can't have it, so I want it population. Jill, Jill fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so she knocks on his door and she's like, you want to have some dinner tonight? And he's like, no. Goodbye. And shuts the door in her face. Yeah. Amazing. So then we cut to Monday morning and we're in the meeting. Everybody's clapping for Hal, shakes his hand, congratulates him on a great presentation. So then dad calls Hal into his office and he's like, hey, I am embarrassed to say that whatever you said the other day was um, correct. And you are. Rosemary's lucky to have you. And I'm, I'm glad. And then Hal goes, no, I'm lucky to have her. Aww. So then he says that I need somebody with your balls, you know, somebody to, to, to speak the truth around me, whether it's good or bad. So I want you to work directly for me. Wow. Which is great for hal but also horrible i think that's a red flag as far as like i wouldn't um suggest working so closely to the person that you're seeing that you just started dating that you just started dating like what if something happens on either side of that relationship yeah that's gonna affect the other side oh totally there's you know it's setting yourself up for a mess oh definitely yeah so then later on Hal's in his fancy new office yes. making out with Rosemary. Jan and Artie come in. Those are his friends and Kyle Guess. Oh, yeah. And they just barge in to congratulate him and they're very confused. Yes. They have a cake and they're like, oh, we were just going to give you the cake and uh, yikes. Yeah. Rosemary runs out and she's like, oh, can I take a little piece of cake? And then she takes like a third of it and walks out. No plate. Just, just in hand. Just in hand cake. And I'm like, that's brave. That's a lot of trust in that piece to not fall apart and on crumble, you. yeah. But also I wouldn't want my hand that sticky. <laughs> oh yeah that too you know because then also like what are you doing after this like are you just in this like if you're touching the elevator you know if you're you have got to open a car door or something like she's this. she's gonna pull your math teacher on you and just wipe it on someone's shoulder <laughs> that thank you for always reminding me about that i love I that to. memory funny. she's gonna come all the way over here find you and wipe yep. her yeah she wipe is. Her cake come out of the movie <laughs> yeah man so then jen and Artie basically tell how like all right congratulations but like you got to give it up now like you cannot do- be that mean to this girl like she's a nice girl like stop it cut it out yeah so then how's like what are you guys talking about so let me cut to a gym because they're like you are just using her to move up in this yeah and they're like just like you're gonna hurt her yeah so then we cut to a gym mauricio is there telling hal how he's like seen him with a couple of fatties before but it's time to move on and again mauricio yeah out of everybody to judge people he's being so gross and he says he was fine with how banging fatties to get it out of his system and he's also on team dump rosemary i'm like this is so fucked up this is so fucked up (laughs) and his angle is like i'm just being a good friend i'm looking out for the best in you and hal's like you need to shut up like you're just scared of women like you 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 have some issues that you need to sort out on your own like i'm happy just be happy for me yeah and mauricio's like ah but you know she has cankles wow okay okay wow yeah and then mauricio goes off about all those other women how was like flirting with and how unattractive all of them were and then he drags rosemary about her cankles and how defends her and mauricio says she's cool but you wouldn't be dating her if her dad wasn't the president of your company So then he gets pissed off and leaves. Yeah. I'm like, damn. That's r- <laughs> nobody believes in you. No. That sucks. It sucks. So we cut to Walt, the dude from earlier. Bicycling. He's biking down the street. And then we cut to Hal and Rosemary. They're setting up their bikes on the top of his Jeep. They're basically, we're setting up that they're going on like some double date. Yeah. Vacation kind of thing. Yeah. Walt shows up. Him and Rosemary already know each other. 
because then, he volunteers at the hospital. Yeah, and the woman Walt is dating shows up because she's meeting with them too, and it's um, it's Tanya, the old woman from the the nurse, ward or whatever. Nurse Peeler. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what an interesting day. What a small world. They stop at a gas station. The dudes leave, and now we're with Rosemary and Tanya, and we still don't see Rosemary's face, but we see like how she actually is. Um, that she's bigger. Yeah. But Tanya looks completely different. Yes. So this is the only time his spell works in reverse? No, it's because we're outside of his view. Yeah. yeah. So like this is the only time oh. in the movie where his spell oh. works in reverse. It's it's um I, I thought that it was like it shows you who you are on the inside. Yeah. Whether you're good or ugly. Yeah. So she's so ugly on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, that it shows that, yeah. But she's the only one who gets that. Yes. <laughs> Unless it shows maybe Mauricio is actually like not that bad and it's just know. no because he's he's consistent throughout i don't know but he's you're right no she's the only one that is yes ugly yeah, she's to reflect only... her ugly insides yeah so actually what we're getting at is that tanya is like young and hal's age and not old and decrepit yeah no she's very pretty yeah <laughs> so she's basically just talking to rosemary about how you know walt was after me for a while but i kept turning him down and then i broke up with my boyfriend and there he was so i finally asked walt out and now here we are yeah, and she's like, oh, he sold his companies. Now we have a ton of free time to like go do stuff and go shopping. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, so you like him for his money. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why she's ugly. Yeah. So then the guys come back and then we go back to our road trip. And then finally we're at our town wherever we're vacationing to. And th- we're just tearing up the dance floor. Walt yeah. and, and Rosemary, they, they got the moves. They're feeling it. We cut back to Rosemary going over to Hal, and then they're gonna about to go to the bar, and then they bump into two dudes that Rosemary knows, yeah. and their names are Lee Boy and Ralph. Yeah, Ralph and Lee Boy. So they have this like awkward kind of like catch up situation where mm-hmm. Rosemary forgets to introduce Hal. So uh oh, and Hal's just seeing like these two studs. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Hal also he gets into the I knew a Hawaiian guy once. Yeah, he does that thing that white people do. Yeah. <laughs> so if if um you didn't catch it lee boy is hawaiian yeah hal feels definitely super insecure about these two dudes that he yes. thinks are super handsome yes yeah and then he's like oh yeah i knew a person of color this one time and blah 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 so you must i bet you know him are yeah. you sure you don't know him yeah so wait why why i don't know <laughs> i don't know that's something that um the whites will have to explain yeah why they do that <laughs> why why do we <laughs> self-reflection you know yeah. i don't know but so the guys walk away and then rosemary explains that um one of those guys that i was telling you about you know my my one single ex that was him so then hal goes oh shit i can't compete with that <laughs> so then we cut to mauricio finding tony robbins which is he just that accessible i guess so he's just walking around and is he still in the area i guess so yeah and he confronts him about his encounter with hal in the elevator and he's like, why is my friend into ugly women? He's like, all these ugly fat chicks. Why is my friend liking them? Ah. An asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so then they have a whole conversation about how Mauricio wants Tony to unhypnotize Hal. And then Tony's like, he was already hypnotized. Like, you don't think that you were like, you currently are hypnotized right now by like media and like just the male gaze and stuff. Yeah. And then basically Mauricio is like, I don't care if I'm brainwashed. I just want my friend back. And he throws like a full tantrum. Oh, yeah. He's so like annoyed about what tony did and just this whole thing and then tony's also like but isn't he happy and then he also goes i don't care if he's happy again i want him back oh what an asshole how would you you know yeah and tony's like yeah maybe not and mauricio lies and says how's in trouble and his job's in jeopardy so now tony feels bad and gives him like the special words to undo the the spell yeah wow imagine needing to go to such lengths to ruin somebody's life yeah what an asshole mauricio yeah, so then we cut to Helen Rosemary at dinner, very fancy restaurant, and she yeah. wants to talk to him about something. She says that Ralph, the ex, 
called her and was like, hey, our division leader from Sierra Leone, one of their old missions from the Peace Corps, he says that he's getting shipped out in 10 days and wants me to join the group. So Hal's like, what? Yeah. So then he gets mad because he's jealous, obviously, of Ralph. And he's like, well, well, Ralph is being selfish. Yeah. He thinks Ralph is trying to steal her. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So he freaks out and she's like, well, relax, drops that she's in love with him and it totally goes over his head. Right. Like what? He's like, yeah, okay, but he just wants it to be like, this is going to be like a you and him trip. It's not going to be about the kids. It's going to be all like blah, 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 blah. And he's clearly got hard eyes for him. And like, how can I even compete with that? And Rosemary's like, hello, what? Yeah. He complains that he doesn't have a say in the decision. And right when she's about to say he does, the restaurant bench breaks under her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, poor Rosemary. But also they have yeah, the same thing, the whole like, you know, like, why don't I get a say in this if you love me so much? Because um, that that is when she drops it. And then that's the other part where I did stop. And I was like, I don't like, again, I'm not like in any kind of long-term relationship or anything. But like, you know, when you're in a relationship and then you have to be like, oh, I need to check with my partner if I can do this. Yeah, no. It's you more don't. of like, let me just inform my partner. Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah. You can't tell me yes or no. You can't. You can't control me. And that's not, that's <laughs> like, you know, that's not going to lead to anything good down the road. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. But anyway, yes, then the bench breaks. Mm-hmm. So then we have a whole like, oh my God, again, like we got to find you, you got to, um, he like wants to talk to the manager and he's like, you know, we just have bad luck with, with furniture sometimes. Like you just need to get better seating or yeah. something. So he goes up to the hostess. She gives him a second and then he gets a she like takes a call yep he takes a call and turns around and mauricio calls him and says shallow how wants a gal and keeps repeating it and he's so excited to break the spell but then feels like an asshole because he didn't know how was out on a date right he's like oh shit so he turns back around to talk to the hostess and they're trans women now and Hal's very confused love her lipstick shade i need one he's like where's the other hostess i was talking to somebody else before and and the hostess is like no 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 sweetie it's just me yeah and he's like wait what huh yeah (laughs) and even if you're confused like just take it and go like yeah right don't think about the person swap she says they took care of the seating issue like it's fine it's fine the meal is on us like it's 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 our fault yeah so it's the best situation to come out of that basically you know they weren't being assholes about it so then hal goes over back to his table but then he sees a large woman at the booth instead and he's like did you guys move our seats by any chance so then the hostess is like no that's where you always sat and then he's like no but there's just this like huge person over there yeah and the hostess is like no no sweetie that's your table yeah and he's like why is this large woman eating all of our food and now she's confused right (laughs) like she's so confused by him now she's like i need to do my job please leave yeah so as hal is about to get to the table with rosemary mauricio comes out of nowhere grabs him like chloroform style but without the chloroform Mm -hmm. and mauricio spills the beans about what tony did to hal and um hal learns that the beautiful women he's met lately just had good personalities and mauricio says that beautiful women don't have good personalities so he really sucks he really sucks he sucks so much Hal doesn't believe any of this and walks away. And a woman approaches him asking why he never called her back. And he doesn't recognize her at, at all. all. And it's the woman from the cab ride. Yeah. She's like, it's Katrina. Remember? Like from Boston here with my grandma. And then so Hal thinks that Mauricio's playing a joke on him. So he's about to like be really an asshole to her. Yeah. But then he's like, wait, I never told Mauricio about you. So it is you. Wow. And then he like plays nice. Yeah. But what's also super shitty is that, like, as Mauricio was explaining the whole spell to Hal, he's like, so basically he made you desire the undesirable, and that's why you felt like you can get any girl in the world. That's fucked up. That's fucked up on both sides, because first of all, you're calling every woman that's not a 9 or 10 undesirable, and also you're telling your friend that he can't hook any of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you've just found a way to just ruin everything. Yeah, really. 
And I guess Hal ditched Rosemary at the restaurant. Yes. Him and Mauricio are back at his place. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. I was like, what? I just, I was just so mad at Mauricio. Yeah. And Hal's upset because Mauricio made his dream girl disappear. Yeah. And he's like, no, I made her actually appear. And then he goes to explain like, okay, so who's your dream girl? So he says Wonder Woman. A, a fake person. Okay. Of course. So then he says, okay, so then if every single person on the planet said that Wonder Woman was but ugly, would you still be with her? And then he's like, yeah, obviously I'm in love with her. So then he's like, that's what I had with Rosemary and you took that away from me. Yeah. So then that's when Mauricio's finally like, oh. oh, but then all he can do is, oops. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just ruined your entire life. Oops, sorry. He's like, maybe we can find Tony and just put the spell back yeah. on you. You need to drop this friend. He's not a good friend. Yeah. What an asshole. And he also tells him to avoid Rosemary until then. And he says if he sees the real Rosemary, hypnosis won't help. And that's that is so fucked up. That's so fucking mean. That is so mean. That's awful. That's and we do find out later on that like not how that um, Mauricio has his own like shit that he's got to deal with. But like the the projection is and the way that you have to like tear so many people down because you can't handle yourself. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. It's insane. Rosemary shows up. She tries to get into the apartment. Hal plays up that he has like an eye issue and is also sick. Mauricio offers to club her. And I'm like, dude. What? <laughs> what? Before letting her in, Mauricio slathers Vaseline on Hal's face to make his eyes look all gross. Yeah. And also so he can't clearly see through them either. Yeah. So he answers the door. He gets a slight glimpse of her through the Vaseline and he can only see that she's big. Yeah. There's so much to unpack there. Yeah. So she leaves. We get we see that days pass. He's at work. His boss shows up to check on him. Apparently, yeah. Hal's been ignoring Rosemary's phone calls, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, just face her. Yeah. And also, that's why you don't work with a person you're dating. Yeah. You know, it does, it's not going to work out. Yeah. At a park, Mauricio was like, yeah, Tony's really hard to track down. But, like, I promise I'll find him. Hal thinks he should just see her since he has feelings for her. So it'll probably be fine. And I'm like, yes, go see her. Yeah. Because you're just hurting her feelings at this point. And you're making it worse. And yeah. it's going to be harder to, like, mend yeah if you keep you know doing this the more time that passes the harder it is yeah and he's like you know i I could see her like despite the looks thing i do have like the heart thing you know which will get past the appearance you mean feelings (laughs) (laughs) what some sometimes men are so simple yeah really and it it boggles me you know (laughs) so then mariso keeps telling him like you can't do it you cannot see her like i promise you you cannot see her and he again the worst the worst like how many times can we say that yeah back to back he so sucks later on hal picks up the phone and it's rosemary asking what happened yesterday because she dropped by and took off and he took off running yeah so then she's like oh i uh, my afternoon run and she's like in your business suit i feel so bad for her yeah he she literally ran yeah Ugh. and also did he recognize her yet no i don't think so yeah because later on in the movie, we also see that he he doesn't know what she looks like yet. Yeah, we still don't see her face. And at this point, we're like an hour and a half into the movie. Yeah. So, and she's also calling from the hospital. Yeah. So we're back at his apartment and Jill tries to make a move again. So yes. she invites him to dinner and won't take no for an answer. And at this point, I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. So at dinner, he asks her why she's changed her tune. And she says she made a mistake dumping him and grabs his hand. And we cut to Rosemary and her parents fucking walking oh, into the same restaurant. It's gonna happen. Her mom is also big. Yes, her mom is big. Yeah, so that's why the whole, like, that, her, the matching figure thing was such a dig. Yeah. And you just don't talk about... You just don't need you to just say don't it. do it. You don't, don't do it. say it. Rosemary walks to the bathroom and sees Hal and Jill and holding them holding hands. hands. <gasps> but it's one of those, like, misconnection things in the sense where, like, you see the thing, but the, that's not what the actual conversation is because 
Jill is saying, you know, I thought you were just so shallow when I met you, but I just over the past few weeks and the women that you've been with, I see that that looks don't matter at all to you, which is fucked up to say. Ouch. Yeah. And the women, it's one woman. One woman. And it's also shitty of Jill to see the same woman coming around and try to make a move. Like you would yeah. be, you would be aware that they're in a relationship. Absolutely. That's fucked up. Jill doesn't deserve much either. Yeah. But then, so she's basically like, you know, oh, so now I know that you are, you know, you ha- there's more depth to you. And like, I, I like that about you. And then she suggests like, why don't we just take our food to go so that we can eat it in bed? <gasps> Chill. She's an asshole. Yeah. Hal, you're in a relationship. Yes. So then Hal goes on a whole tangent about how, you know, there comes a time in a man's life where he can either be with any girl and as many girls as he wants to, or he can be with the same girl, but be happy for the rest of his life. And for the first time, he wants to take the latter route. But he really, he, he, yeah, he, he almost a, didn't. He's like, but what kind of panties are you wearing? Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> so um, good for him for like growing yeah. and like understanding that like he has feelings. Oh my goodness. So he pays for the bill and then he like makes a beeline for the payphones, which is right by the bathrooms, which means he walks right by Rosemary and doesn't recognize her at all. Yeah. She says hello to him. He says, hey, keeps walking. That's like a cordial, like, hey, like a stranger kind of thing. Yeah. She runs outside the restaurant and is sobbing. Yeah. He calls her cell phone she picks up and he's like hey babe like how I are you doing i miss you i miss you i want to see you and she's sobbing calls him a psycho i totally don't blame her not at all yeah so then five days later we're at work and dad is telling how like you gotta give it up for real like rosemary knows what happened like you stop doing that and then how's like what are you talking about like she won't return my calls because everyone thinks you cheated on her yeah you asshole and he tells how that she decided to take the peace corps assignment mm-hmm and, and she leaves tonight. Yeah. He totally goes off on Hal. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know, you want to hear this thing from my daughter, but like you have no right to do that because you just fucked her up completely. Like you're not allowed here anymore. Like by my house. He didn't lose his job, luckily, at yeah. least. But then um, dad says that Rosemary is back with Ralph and he has a real chance or she has a real chance with him. So how better not fuck it up for her. Ugh. So then we cut to Hal pulling up to the hospital. He finds some kid to like ask who, um, you know, like he's just looking for Rosemary, basically. Yeah. Then he, he bumps into the girl, the little girl from earlier, um, Cadence. Well, he finds Walt first. And oh, yes. He's like, oh, she left early. Yeah. And then Cadence shows up. Yeah. Oh, geez. So then he doesn't recognize her at first. And then we see a sign above her that says children's burn unit. Ugh. And then we see her face like as a reveal and see that Aww. she's got burnt all over her face. So, so then sad. she asks why he hasn't come back to visit in a long time. And he's like, you know, me and Rosemary have been having some problems lately and it's all my fault because I've been so stupid. So then Cadence goes, well, why don't you just buy her a present and make up? Oh, duh! obviously. I got really sad, though, when we revealed her because I was like, yeah. oh, that's why. That's why. People are squeamish. Yeah. Yeah. He, luckily, he decides to be sweet. Yeah. I like liked that. As he should. Yeah. And he hugs her. Yeah. But like, I'm still sad. Yeah. Because now <laughs> it's like a pity hug. And he's like, oh, fuck. I didn't see you. Who for you? Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Later on. Rosemary's like an angel. An angel. Like, seriously. Literally so good. Yeah. Later on, Hal is walking down the street and Mariso pulls up to him saying, you were right when you said I was scared of women. And then he's like, I'm terrified of women and I've never been close to one. And like, I'm a coward for all that. So Hal tries to make him feel better by calling him a mountain of a man. <laughs> but So, OK, we can be so harsh on women for their looks and stuff, but we can beef up this guy who clearly isn't. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. OK. I guess when it's your boy. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, then Hal goes like, so, I mean, like, also, like, what do you pull? Like 28, 29 G's a year. And Mauricio's like 29, five. That's all. I in guess, 2001 that's enough to survive i guess so full time as an adult human yeah what the fuck that is not a lot yeah you cannot survive on that now no yeah inflation man 
crazy. And Mauricio says he's afraid of getting close to a woman and explains that he has a tail. So then Mauricio drops his pants and shows Hal his tail while they're in this middle where they're in the middle of this suburban neighborhood. It's like a full nub. Yeah. And it wags. Oh my goodness. Ooh. And Hal's like, hey, uh, what about surgically removing it? It's like, oh, I should surgically remove it, huh? Wow. Oh, well. I, should, oh, I never thought of that. Well. Yeah. So then he like freaks out about that. And then he's like, no doctor will go near it because it's like surrounding an artery. So then he starts like smacking his head. Like, like you know, when a guy like isn't good at a video game and he has like a whole tantrum moment, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but then also his hair comes back all fucked up. Yeah. And it was weird. Yeah. His hair kind of like yeah, separates. I thought, I thought it was a mistake at first, but then Hal acknowledges it. So I think he like pulled it back into the make it part of the movie. <laughs> uh, but he's like, hey, buddy, you got to you gotta fix your, your little touch up on your forehead there. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? My hair's perfect. Like, hmm? What's so natural? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to the Peace Corps office. Oh, because Mauricio gives him a ride. Yes. Yeah. And um, Lee Boy is outside singing and playing the ukulele, but he's fat now. Peace says hi to Hal. Hal doesn't recognize him. And he's like, it's me from the bar that one night. Remember me? So he's like, oh, that's right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So he's like, is Ralph around? I was full expecting Ralph to also be a large man, but yeah. he's not. He's like a, a skinny dude, um, kind of gangly. Yeah. He he comes out and I'm like, oh, like poor guy just needs some chapstick water and a nap. Yeah. Yeah, I have a really mean description of him, so I'm not going to say it. I'll say it to you later on. Um, but yes, no, he he could use some help. And also another joke from earlier that Rosemary was saying was that Hal said that Ralph has like, he can basically see the halo around Ralph's head. And Rosemary's like, that's the psoriasis. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. So then Ralph comes out and he's got like the flakes all over his shoulders and everything. Aww. So then Hal's like, you be good to her or else I'll come back to you like a tiger. He's like threatening her. He's giving this, you know, that, that line, the, be good to her, man. That yeah, line. All that, like this whole thing. And it's like, you weren't even good to her. Yeah. You're horrible. You just ghosted her. Yeah. And Ralph tells Hal that him and Rosemary aren't back together and that her parents are currently throwing her a going away party. And he wasn't even invited. Yeah. So now all four of these dudes go to Rosemary's house. Hal goes into the house by himself. Mauricio suggests that him and the guy sneak in from the side. Mm -hmm. And inside, a maid approaches Hal, and he thinks she's Rosemary. So he's like, I love you, and then grabs her in for a kiss, and they make out. And then Rosemary's mom pops out, and she's like, hello. But also, how fucked up is that? Like, you see the first fat person you see, and you're like, that's it. That's my girl. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, there's no sense of, like, examining a person's face. Yeah. You know, like... Or being like, hey. And also, no sense of this woman is clearly in her 50s and 60s. Yeah. Like, you could have sparked up a conversation and been right. like, I don't recognize that voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So then mom comes over. I was so embarrassed. So embarrassed. Rosemary's <laughs> mom comes over and, and catches them. And she has to reintroduce herself again because Hal Doesn't used to see her, her as skinny. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, oh. I need to speak to your daughter. I have something very important to tell her. And she's like, okay, well, can you let go of Helga so she can get back to work? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, this isn't your daughter. I see. Okay, oh, understood. Okay. That's embarrassing. Yeah. So Rosemary's mom brings Hal outside to go find Rosemary and they spot each other. He's not grossed out by her. Oh, wow. Big move. Wow. Yeah, so impressive. Yeah. So then he's like, you're beautiful. And she's like, do not do this to me right now. She's like, what are you even doing here? She's Dad so even, upset. Yeah, as she should be. Yeah. Dad comes over. He's like, don't you make a scene as he's making a scene. Yeah. So the, everyone stops and stares. Yeah. So then Hal apologizes to Rosemary for hurting her and says that he's immature and unthoughtful and an idiot, but he loves her. And she's like the only girl who ever, who he's ever loved. And he doesn't want to go another day without her knowing that. And she's like, well, you really hurt me. And he's like, well, I want to spend the rest of my life making that up to you if you'll let me. Aww. So then she says, like, your timing sucks because I'm leaving for 14 months tonight. And he's like, well, I can't wait that long. And she's like, hmm, OK. And then he goes, and that's why I'm going with you. 
oh oh okay but also imagine if she didn't want him to go with her yeah you know could have been a discussion yeah (laughs) although that does directly contradict what we just said earlier (laughs) it does (laughs) some conversation but also ultimately like you can't tell the other person not to do something true yeah you'd be like i hope you would respect my wishes yes so then mauricio and lee boy come over and they're like yeah no we just swore hal into the peace corps like 30 minutes ago so she's like, are you sure that's what you really want to do? And then he does the same cuckoo thing as earlier. Yeah. So then they kiss and everybody cheers. Yeah, she's so happy. Everyone claps as they're kissing. He tries to lift her. It doesn't work out. So nope. then we cut to her carrying him to the car. I love that for her. That was so funny. That was so good. And then they get into Mauricio's car. The car tips when she gets in. But also, they're going to drive to the airport. So how are Mauricio and the other guys going to get anywhere? Well, he said he'll just pick it up later. Yeah. <laughs> but at first I was like, is he just taking his boy's car? Yeah. And just, okay. Bye, Mauricio. Yeah. It's okay. He makes 29. Oh, 29.5. Yeah, big <laughs> yeah. guy. Mauricio then shoots his shot with the woman at the party because she has like a little puppy. And he's yes. like, do you like puppy Because that was part of the earlier conversation with the tail was, was Hal was saying, like, you know, women like dogs. Like, women love a puppy. Like, maybe they might see that and like want to do some role play, which is up to you. Okay. That's, yeah. Yep. That's your prerogative. <laughs> um, but so he shoots a shot. Yeah. And she seems into it so far. Mm-hmm. So good for them, I guess. Yeah. And then um, we see them walk away and then his tail's wagging, which is unsettling for me. <laughs> but good for him. Sure. <laughs> and the movie ends. Yeah. And you know what's really cool about the credits is that you get headshots and like behind the scenes footage of, of each of the crew members. Yeah, that was cool. I've never seen I that in the that. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. That was fun. So, okay. What did you think about this movie? I... I'm glad there was a happy me- ending. Yes. And I did like this movie, you know, you know, even though there's a lot of cheap shots to fat people yeah. and to not conventionally attractive women. Yeah. That's where I'm torn. Like the movie in theory, like themes were correct. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if there was a way to be like not as fat phobic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's hard because there's so many things that are not considered conventionally attractive. Yeah. But Either they're not way- that bad. Yeah. Either way to make this movie, you have to call a group of people ugly. Yeah. So it's just about which group you call ugly. But then in that sense, is there a better way to make the movie? Yeah. Or like to write the plot? Yeah. So who knows? I mean, because like the baseline of the movie is essentially that like fat people aren't attractive. Right. And it's like beauty and size are not mutually exclusive. Right. And that's, again, what they're trying to get at. But also, do they have to say it that way? (laughs) You know? Yeah. There is a lot of questionable decisions made but i also understand yeah and also again with the time that they made him the movie in yeah this and was then, like peak like paris hilton nicole richie era yeah like when everyone had to have like their hip bones if sticking you were out. not a size like triple zero then you were you were a fat. whale yeah so you know there, there's a lot to unpack there oh definitely yeah and like even with the women who were skinny like they still weren't skinny enough the the features that yeah. they gave them it's like oh, those are like normal people features. Right. You know? Yeah. Like the one woman, her only issue is like her nose. And then the one woman is like she had a unibrow. Or somebody's neck is a little too long. Yeah. Like calm down. The one girl's teeth were like a little big. Right. And it's like, that's really all they could come up with. Yeah. And it all comes back to like these, like, honestly, again, if we're going to, if we're talking strictly appearance, we're talking about these fours of men looking at these women who are clearly like, six seven eights yeah like and it's they're fine st- they're still cute yeah like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's so much there's so much that i want to say about this but then that'll that'll spill us over into being a serious podcast oh yeah Ooh. no you can't have those kind of feelings yeah yuck 
can't be ranting and raving too hard. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. But so long story short, this was a an acceptable movie. Yeah. And if you're... And it was like fun and light and there were there was the character development. Yeah. And I, I loved Rosemary. I thought she yes. was so sweet. Yeah. Um, And if you're someone who, you know, is in your feels a little bit about how you look, like you're fine. You're, you're fine. fine. Don't you're worry really about fine. it. You're really fine. Yeah. There, I really do believe the whole there's somebody for everybody thing. Yeah. And it's it also, again, once you also much easier said than done but like once you get to a certain level of confidence then who cares yeah right exactly <laughs> and there you go there's our theme and our, our our lesson for the day yeah you're beautiful whoever you are <laughs> except for Mauricio yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst yeah although he's got some digging to do he needs to just go to therapy is what I he know needs. at least he kind of like came around towards the end of the movie sure but it still like really sucked yeah like he's still just really bad dude yeah. And then he was just a shitty friend because he didn't agree with his friend's life choices. Yeah, that's the part that's shittier. Like I can, and it's not excuse, but I can, I guess, empathize or feel bad for the whole, like the men that are stuck under the toxic masculinity and they don't even know that they are. Yeah. But when you won't back your friend up, that's shitty. Yeah. So he's got some self-reflection to do. Oh, for sure. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You can self-reflect by listening to our podcast. Yes. Is that too um, on the nose? <laughs> I love it. I feel like we drop little bits of wisdom here yeah. and there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we try to. Yeah. We're doing our own self-reflecting. I've been doing a lot of it recently. Yeah. You have as well. Yep. So. Fuck, I'm even in therapy. There you go. <laughs> I looked up therapy. Yeah. That's my baby step. <laughs> oh, good. As long as you're looking in your network. Yeah. Haven't gotten um, far at all yet. Yeah. But, you know, I, I opened help. up the website. I can help if you ever need. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. You can find us on any streaming platform Yay. as far as, you know, we know where they are. I don't know. I'm sure there's some like underground ones. Yeah. We'll find them. Maybe. At some point in the future. Either way, if you look us up, you'll find us. Yeah. And if you want to follow us on social media, we're at Chowdy Media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, even all, wow. all the medias of sorts. Yeah. And you can absolutely find Jessica Damari for a theme song or a score or a musical piece of any sorts. Aw. And on that note, bye. bye.